Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. We are happy to be with you today on this Monday. We are so excited today to be talking about motivation because tis the season for being motivated and not being motivated, if you know what I mean. It just kind of depends on your whims. So what we're talking about is maybe moving past those whims into some true long-term fix your life, actually get some stuff done motivation. We'll see. You might also just stay the same, which is probably not that bad. So we believe in you either way. (laughs) Yeah, if you're listening to a podcast on motivation, you're probably doing pretty good. Yeah, (laughs) that's true, though. You, Yeah. The fact that you even just like have turned on a podcast means you're probably doing something else with your life, too. You know, like who do you guys listen to podcasts and do nothing? No, I Mm -hmm. am like doing dishes or walking Mm -hmm up or something. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're a podcast listener, you're kind of like, you're doing something with your life. And if you're still just laying on the the ground, (laughs) not comfortable, so move to a couch or a bed. I was like, the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You're just laying down listening because you don't have motivation, but you want it, then this is the perfect episode for you. Mm -hmm. You will be feeling fired up by the end of it. So just come along for this ride. (laughs) Someone else should talk now. Yeah, with with that, (laughs) let's talk a little bit about the brain, first of all, Mm -hmm. because I think this will help normalize the feeling of being unmotivated. So the human brain is wired to seek comfort and avoid discomfort. This is like the biggest hurdle that I think most people are trying to overcome in therapy. Because therapy really forces you to be uncomfortable, to live in the discomfort, having you make changes. It's not comfy. And so I think people resist. And so it takes time and time and time and trying different things to kind of move through that discomfort. So that is where, you know, motivation lies. It's like in those feelings of comfort and discomfort and then battling against each other. So... Let's go through that. You want to do something, say it's you want to clean your dishes as a simple example. Your brain doesn't want to do that because it's going to make you get up from the couch where you were from the ground. Cozy ground. Yeah. Only the ground. Go to the sink. <laughs> it's been piling up for days. It just feels like a monumental task. So your brain is going to resist. And it's going to tell you to stop and distract yourself with your phone or another task or just procrastinate in general. Or a nice snack, you know? Yeah, a snack. So I think what you need to say to yourself in that moment is, it is what it is. I'm going to feel this resistance, but now to change the action that I would do, 
instead of distracting or procrastinating, I'm just going to lean into the discomfort, notice that it's there. Hello, resistance, my old friend. I'm going to push through. <laughs> Hello, and do resistance, a my opposite old action than you want to do. And you don't have to push away the exist or the resistance. You just accept that it's there. And this is what you do. You set a timer for five minutes or 10 minutes, depending on what your threshold feels like. <laughs> and you do the opposite action for five minutes. So you turn on the water, you start washing those dishes, you have a five minute timer and you just do it. And what this does is it kind of tricks the brain because your brain wants to stay comfortable, resist, but you trick it and you tell it, no, I'm just, I'm going to do this other thing for five minutes. And once you're into the groove of doing it, your brain might actually like it because you might like it. It's an accomplishment. It's feeling good. You're having integrity with yourself because you're following through with something that you've been telling yourself you need to do. And then the feel good, you know, serotonin, all the things are going to start coming a little bit. So mm -hmm. that is kind of like, I guess, the groundwork of motivation, just so you know what's going on in your brain. It's a very normal process. And we just kind of have to trick mm -hmm. ourselves into doing something different. Yeah, truly. I am definitely the queen of like, as soon as this timer goes off, you can be done. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. then I can do it. I can do it. And then when the timer goes off, sometimes I really am done. And I'm like, did my five minutes. I'm good. I, I always do 50 minutes. So I'm like, I've done 15 minutes. The kitchen is as clean as I care for it to be, you know? And then other times, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like doing it. And I, yeah, it feels good. So I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And that's great to respect that sometimes you really can be done when the timer is done and other times you can keep going and it's wonderful. And so don't, cause sometimes we even get into that trap of like, okay, I'll set the timer. I'll start doing it. And then we're like, Oh, I didn't have any motivation cause I didn't keep cleaning after the timer. You know, right. it truly is like, allow yourself to stop sometimes it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I do think you do have to like push and do things, you know? Mm hmm. Totally. So what do you guys do for motivation? Because I think we see these people that are, I don't know, waking up at 5 a.m. and getting their work oh, yeah. in and starting their day with a warm lemon water and, you know, all Ew, warm lemon growth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like yes, this impeccable morning routine mm -hmm. and getting it all done, it seems like. But that just feels unattainable mm -hmm. so it does it feels overwhelming to me I'm yeah. just like there's too many aspects there I don't know for me for motivation I uh, I'm really excited that we're podcasting about it because I definitely need some new tips and tricks personally but for me it's just like all like essential necessities and like the motivation for them sometimes is lacking and sometimes it's not it's just like that I have to get this done and it needs to get done because – and I think my motivation is I know how crummy I'm going to feel if I don't, you know. Yeah. Like for like for example, it's kind of like um, – say like we're – I'm taking all four of my kids to like a soccer practice for one of them. And I know I'm saying, okay, I need to get up and I need to pack the bag and I need to pack 
the snacks, right? Because all the other ones are going to need snacks while that one's playing soccer. And I'm going to pack a couple of sweatshirts because I don't want to get there. And then everybody's cold and then everybody wants my sweatshirt kind of thing, you know? So I'm like, my motivation there is like, I want to prepare now so I don't have to suffer later. Yeah, preventing future problems. You're you're looking out for future, Taylor. Yes, yes. But sometimes that can get overwhelming for me where it's like I'm so proactive for future Taylor that now Taylor is very miserable. Overwhelmed. You know, because yes. she's doing yeah. so much stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like my one strategy right now. And it's all right, you know. It doesn't a pinch, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think there is a level of like, we do these things to take care of our future self mm-hmm. because truly would we ever do the dishes if we weren't looking out for our future self? Yeah. No. If you weren't like, I don't want to wake up in the morning to dirty yeah. caked on dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone, I think people can be like, I like doing the dishes, but no one is like, well, my main hobby is doing dishes. So, you know, <laughs> like great. it's a necessity in life. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we do things. And a lot of these things that where we feel like we lack motivation, it's because they are necessities versus like things that we have passion about, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's hard. And I think I've been reading lately atomic habits. Have you guys heard of atomic habits? I have. I really Mm -hmm. want to read it. Yes. So it's by James clear. And the idea is that you start to habit stack, which is where you take something that is already a habit and then you start to add on to it and you go from, there so if we were to talk about like doing the dishes something that is already a habit for me every single night is putting my children to bed thank Mm -hmm. heavens that is a habit I do that every night because what else would I do if I didn't do that (laughs) right so the idea is this is what I started to have it stack after I had my twins because we had to do the dishes every single night because we were watching 18 bottles a day. (laughs) And so it was necessary, right? So as soon as we put those babies to bed, I walked downstairs and I started doing the dishes. And I did that every night Mm -hmm. for a very, very, very long time, almost a year. And now I'm out of the habit and I hate it. I'm like, I need to start habit stacking that again. Because now it's this, I'm trying to get up my motivation because instead Mm -hmm. of just habit stacking and putting the babies to sleep and then doing the dishes and then relaxing, I'm putting the babies to sleep, then relaxing and then being like, I have no motivation to do Mm -hmm. it. And so then I'll be like, well, I'll do it in the morning when I'm less tired or you know what I mean? And then I wake up in the morning and I'm stressed out to start my day, which is not wonderful, right? So the idea of habit stacking is you take something that you're already doing and then you add a little piece onto it, something that you want to be working towards, something like a goal, something, whatever. And then because you've connected it with something else, you don't really need motivation because you're connecting it to something that hopefully you're already very consistent at. That's the idea is that you would choose something you're very consistent at, such as putting the babies to sleep eating breakfast, uh, going to work, like getting in my car. I know I do that every day. Maybe it's at a different time, but every day I get in my car and I go to work. And when I get in my car, I can choose to turn on a meditation if that's what I want to start habit stacking or something, you know? And so it's saying like, if I wait to rely on that feeling of like, I'm motivated, like KJ said, your brain is going to be like, ain't happening unless I'm like, in a really like pumped up mood for some reason. But most of the time, 
you're just not going to have that. You're going to have that resistance. Mm-hmm. And so you can notice the resistance and be like, okay, how do I work with this? The best way to work with it is to just create routines and structures in your life so that it's just an automatic thing. You don't have to get up that energy level to be able to do something. You just automatically do it because it's part of your life, you know? So I basically am like a poster child for routines. Like KJ, put you on the hot seat. KJ, Mm -hmm. what did my room look like when we were in graduate school? Oh. (laughs) Oh. All came out. All that came out was, oh. (laughs) You guys, it was so It was um, like I would talk to Bod by standing at the threshold of her door because I couldn't step in or else I would There was nowhere else to go. Yeah. Just shout at her from yeah. the door. Yeah. Like truly. <laughs> I like laugh. But I so KJ and then I had a, a good friend who also lived with us during this time. And it was clearly like I I was trying to finish grad school and was doing therapy for the first time. And it clearly was a little stressful when I look back on it. And my room did not get cleaned ever. It was kind of a disaster zone. But even when I got married, it still was so hard for me to figure this out. Until I learned about like habit stacking and routines and just like doing these things, whatever. And so I, my, one of my roommates from this grad school days, she came over to my house one day and she like didn't say anything, you know, and then she left and then she came over another day unexpectedly and she was like, I'm going to be honest, I am shocked your house is clean. She was like, I thought the other day it was like, you knew I was coming. So you cleaned. She's like, but I cannot believe that it's like also clean now because she just like could not reconcile the me in grad school versus like me now who has so many structures and routines. And I've done so much of this habit stacking that my house does get to be like a tornado for sure, but never for more than a day or two at a time because I have all of these routines that are habit stacked because I will tell you if I wait for motivation to clean my house, my house is never clean. And I don't care. Like personally, something in me does not notice how dirty it is. KJ will attest. I just lived in like, I just didn't care. It was just like, oh, all my clothes are on the floor. Who cares? I can just like ignore it and turn that off and compartmentalize it. But now because I live with other people and I recognize that's not a great way to live when you live with other people. (laughs) I had a room that I could close in grad school. So I would just close that door and pretend it didn't exist. But now I'm in charge of, you know, the kitchen and stuff. And so I have so many different little structures. Like Monday is laundry. I do all of the laundry. I wake up immediately. The first thing I do, right? I have it stack. I wake up. I sort the laundry. It's the first thing I do on Monday morning, you know, and I have all of these things literally written down and created into my life so that I don't have to build up that motivation because I am not someone who gets motivated very often, maybe ever. I'm not just, I'm not a high energy person. I think that there's a lot to be said in just acknowledging like what level of energy you are. I am what is called a low energy person. And so it's never like, you know what? I'm just like, yeah, I just feel like this place needs a spruce. I very much am like, I need to spruce this house up because that's what I need to do because it's on my calendar today. I never intrinsically just want to do that kind of thing. I don't know. But truly routines and structure and habit stacking, they have shifted my life so significantly. So significantly. And something else, we used to follow this girl on Instagram, the three of us. 
Her name was the LA minimalist. She no longer is on Instagram. Is she gone again? She's gone. She's gone. And I, she gone. And I respect her for that, you know, but it is so sad because I mean, truly she had quite an impact on the way that I did things. But something that KJ said was something that she regularly said, which was that you have to have integrity with yourself, which I think is so important. So if I say I'm going to wake up at 630 tomorrow, if I don't wake up at 630, then why would I trust myself in the first place? You know what I mean? Like I never meant it when I said it. And so I think it's very important to start to have and develop that relationship of trust with yourself. If I'm not going to wake up at 630, then I'm not going to tell myself that I'm going to wake up at 630. But if I say I'm going to wake up at 630 tomorrow, then I need to wake up at 630. I need to learn to trust and rely on myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I have one other thought. As you were talking about this, I thought about the concept of habit pairing, mm-hmm. where you pair a task that you don't want to do with a task that you want to do. So and is that so just like an al- alternative ha- habit stack, habit stacking, yeah, and habit pairing? It's kind of another way to like hack the system of motivation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so an example, um, I am married to a human that loves to work out and exercise just because he purely genuinely loves it a a rare creature yeah i am not wired that way Mm -hmm. um at all i don't wake up in the morning and go hmm it feels good to go on a 10 mile run right now in the cold no um no no but i do have the desire to work out and feel the benefits of it it's just hard for me to find the motivation to actually do it because i have to change my clothes and I have to get sweaty and shower and it just comes with a lot of work so um something that I've done to help myself with this is I talked to my husband and I was like okay if I can have the hour of 8 to 9 a.m every morning to be mine my alone time so I can work out and shower or sometimes maybe sleep a little bit because that's what my body really needs and shower or don't shower, I don't know, Um, then then let's try it and see how it goes. Let me tell you, that has been so game-changing for me because it's an hour of alone time. I can scroll my phone. I can listen to an audiobook or a podcast while I work out, while I get ready. These things that I don't generally love to do, I'm putting it with something that, like, brings me joy and also just – having an mm-hmm. alone hour where I'm not being Yeah, alone. being alone yeah. is a positive yeah. thing. Yeah. Very days. positive. So that's what I mean by habit pairing. It's like the habit of working out every morning or showering every day, whatever it is, and then pairing it with time alone or looking at your phone or watching a show or whatever it is, something that you genuinely like. Put it together. Oh, mm-hmm. I love this. For it sure. reminds me of when I lived in San Diego with my two littles. And I also didn't like going to the gym very much, but knew that it would make my body happy. And for a while, I dropped my kids off at the daycare there, and then I would go to the stationary bike, and I'd fill up my Yeti with Diet Dr. Pepper, and I would bring my phone, and I would watch yes. I'd watch <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise drinking Diet Dr. Pepper on a stationary bike for one hour. <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah, it is. And I felt 
great about myself. <laughs> yeah, right? You're like, I'm yeah. enjoying my life so right now. Definitely pairing one thing that I didn't like, moving my body a whole bunch with the things that I was enjoying a lot. Yeah. Well, and that like goes into that moving towards these bigger habits very slowly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's very okay slowly. if I drink my, my soda while <laughs> I work out, you know, but eventually I'll probably move past that. Yeah. You know? Maybe I won't but need not, the diet whatever. Dr. Pepper. Right. Yes. Maybe, maybe someday I'll, you know, be able to be like just on the bike. Yeah. Know? Just hanging know. out. Yeah. 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 And maybe one possibility. Day I'll, I don't know. Really, aside from that, actually, you can stay on the bike and you can watch Bachelor and Pattern. Yeah, I feel, sure I feel good about that. that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel good about your, well, your diet. Dr. Pepper, I just, uh, like, and nobody I judges I you because they're like, dang, that girl's staying hydrated. Hydra- I, know, like, I, I just am loving the image of just knowing that you are drinking Diet Dr. Pepper and everyone else thinks you're just drinking water. I'm no now way. going to choose to believe that everyone at the gym just has like their Diet Coke, their Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And that's what's you, in there. You never know what people are going through. That's for sure. I know. <laughs> I'm not one to judge. I mean, you were at the gym, which was more than I was probably doing at that same time. I was you know? very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. <laughs> but it truly is. That is like a huge thing of... You were, you were creating the habit of taking your kids, dropping mm-hmm. them off and being there, which is yeah. such a huge hurdle. Oh my gosh. Know, so yeah. Who cares if you're like, I need my Dr. Pepper to do this. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Motivation. It's a tricky little beast. So create some new, new habits, but really, so here's how you're going to do it. Let's just give you a quick how to. You are going to identify things that you already do that are consistent habits, such as mm-hmm. waking up, or maybe you check your email at a certain time every day, or yeah, getting dressed. When you, you know, yeah, things like that. Identify these habits. Identify a couple new things you want to add. A little things that you want to be motivated to do. Find ways to break them into doable chunks. Pair them with other habits that you already have. Start doing it that way. Then you can do what KJ suggests when you're like, oh, I don't want to do this habit or whatever. Recognize the resistance and be like, oh, this is normal that this is coming up. I'm going to go with it, not against it, right? I'm going to notice that I'm resisting. And then I'm going to say, well, I can do anything hard for 10 seconds, like Kimmy Schmidt, right? Mm-hmm. Then I set my timer for 5, 10, whatever, however minutes. I do my new habit. And then I move on with my life, right? And if it makes it easier to do the habit, I can pair it with something pleasurable, like listening to the Thoughts on Thoughts podcast while I do dishes, you know, Mm -hmm. for instance. And then hopefully over time, as you consistently do these things, you will create a new habit, which then allows you to trust yourself, to have integrity with yourself. And then, yeah, you can have motivation, but more importantly, you'll have these habits, these just things that are intrinsically part of you to rely on rather than having to wait for that like burst of energy and motivation, you know, Mm -hmm. because that really, it comes, it for sure comes, but if you're going to wait for it to come, you might not get as much done in life as you were hoping to, you know? Yeah. So there you go. A little quick, here's a how to change (laughs) your life. Love it. Like and follow for more good tips. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search ThoughtsPod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Vrijic from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.